0: Thank you. Welcome to the Kumfuffle Podcast, the only podcast where I don't even tell my co-host that I'm doing a bonus episode. That's right, a bonus episode where I am nervous as all hell. It's uh, Monday afternoon at 1234, 134 Eastern, and right now I am 43.48 points ahead of Gabe. He's got Devontae Adams, Adam Thielen, and Dan Bailey left, and all I've got is prevent defense and hopes and prayers. Kevin Barr currently sits at 64 to me, 36 to Gabe, but I think that's a little unfair to Gabe's team. Um, yeah, so this is going to be an interesting episode. I've never done this style before, and and what's going to happen is I'm going to be recording throughout the day uh, my live reaction to what's happening, and uh, so you're going to hear from a number of Uh, different mics and a number of different styles, and hopefully at the end of the night uh, I'm going to be a champion. For now, it's, it's, it's... it's stressful. It's very, very stressful. I mean, you know, for, for all for all the muster, uh, 14 and 1 would be the end of me. I would be so upset. So, so upset. And uh, and so, fuck you guys. Because I put up 154.22 points. And quite frankly, I'm happy with that. If I lose, I lose. I'll be pissed. I'll be pissed to all hell. But um, at least I know that it wasn't my team that fell apart. At a certain point yesterday when Lamar was like at negative points, or he was under one point, like in the second quarter, I was like, "Okay, everything's gonna fall apart," and then things kind of fell into place. And Adrian Peterson got a touchdown. Um, Pete Carroll, if I lose, if I lose by less than five points, I am going to. Axe murder Pete Carroll. This is this is a real threat to his life. Not not actually. I'm not going to do anything to Pete Carroll. But they were on the. They, it would have been a 52 yard field goal, and he just like nah. I'll take I'll take delay of game and punted it. I couldn't believe it. Jason Myers was cash from 50 plus later in the game. He should have like it's it's it, 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 it's his home stadium. Let him kick the field goal. Let him kick the fucking field goal. It was ridiculous. And then obviously uh, um <laughs> whoever the hell Kurt Cousins was it Kurt Cousins or the other one. The Washington quarterback took the ball in and ran it instead of giving it to Peterson, which just killed me. I was very upset at the end of the game to put that game into overtime. and then Peterson didn't get any touches. Obviously, like that's what I get for, for uh, rostering a bad person on my team, but the, the, you know that's besides the point. Also, also Baltimore D sucks, also Baltimore D sucks. There were a number of things yesterday that were really interesting to me that like, I think um, upwards of 15 points. Uh, were decided by uh, the results of coaches' challenges. Um, Baltimore defense picked a ball off, and then it was overturned, and then they gave up a touchdown. That was a huge swing. And there was another one on Gavi's team. That was crazy. Apparently, there was some sort of fight between Emmanuel Sanders and George Kittle in terms of getting touches on the sideline. I missed that, but um, I'm very happy with the way that played out. And I, I just tonight tonight's gonna to be a big night it'll it'll uh really determine the fate of uh nothing 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 but yeah this is this is crazy and uh and yeah so i i'm incredibly nervous you can you can hear it in my voice but i have the utmost confidence in my team uh we're gonna play serious defense um now that now that it's impossible for gabe to to sub somebody out i'm i'm like Completely shocked. He started Adam Thielen and not uh, Boone. Like he started so many people over Boone, and Boone's gonna have the best game, I hopefully, of anybody in the in the Green Bay Minnesota game outside the quarterbacks, and and th- that's gonna make me happy. I you know, I feel good. Obviously, the last the last thing that that is worth noting is uh, the Packers on Monday night situation. As you may or may not know back in 2014, when Elon was still in the league. Um, he famously passed away in the middle of the season, and we played out the season, uh, he just started, Gabe was the commissioner at the time, and we just put in uh, his the players who were projected for the most points in Yahoo. And he went on a run, made the playoffs, and he and I faced off in the first round of the playoffs. And it was Monday night, going off, and it was Packers at Falcons. I will never forget this. Pressure comes, it's picked up, and Rodgers. Complete to Jordy Nelson at the 25-yard line. And uh, I was up 29 points. With ball handling as Rodgers disguises. Throws on the run complete. Nelson at the five. First and goal, Green Bay. And all my players were done. And all Elon had was motherfucking Jordy Nelson. First and 10 for Rodgers. Nelson's open. And Jordy Nelson's down at the 19-yard line. And I have never hated someone more than Jordy Nelson because he went off for 32 points, right? The Packers were up 14 or something, and they still went for a 63-yard touchdown on a play-action that they didn't need, and Jordy Nelson scored. Play-action, first down, two receivers deep. Rodgers gives Nelson a shot. Jordy Nelson, touchdown, Green Bay. Number two on the night. Re-release, double move, and now here we are, and I am 14-0 on the cusp of an undefeated fantasy season. And here we are again on Monday night. I have nobody left to play. And there is a Green Bay wide receiver just staring me down, taunting me. Because I know that no matter like, like, it it wouldn't surprise me in the slightest if if Minnesota is shut out. Thielen and Dan Bailey combine for zero points, negative points even. Thielen uh, catches a screen pass for negative yards and fumbles it. And somehow Devontae Adams is going to score... 45 points because that is what happens when i play the packers on monday night in a game that matters in the playoffs okay that's what's going to happen and i know it and i am i am completely trying to reverse kazba or kibosh or whatever the jinx the I, I i i am i am using all the voodoo dolls that elif has because uh, of all teams of all teams that had to be playing tonight why the packers why the packers I, 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 why, why the motherfucking Packers? Why? So I'll see you later. It's, uh, it's now 1.40 Eastern time. You'll hear from me again at kickoff. Uh, and throughout the game, I'm going to be collecting things and putting it together late tonight. And, you know, hopefully the last thing I have to do is the celebration. And so we say amen. All right, guys, it's, uh, 522 central. So 622 for you. I take a pregame nap, as you can hear. I realized that I've got a fucking Hanukkah potluck that starts 20 minutes before the game, so I'm probably gonna like catch the first quarter like on my phone or some shit. Like, I I don't even know. This is not good. This is very, very bad. This is very bad. I, I, I think I'm gonna have to like be like super callous and like bounce for the second quarter. Honestly, if like I, 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 I don't know, like if if forty five minutes into the game, like my Kevin Bar is like where it is now, or you know a little higher, or I guess or higher at all. I guess I guess I'll uh, stay until the end. But as soon as it gets close, I need to bounce, get my ass over here in front of the TV. Uh, so I can so I can fucking <laughs> just stress the fuck out about this because I no 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 if I I'm I'm not gonna miss the finals of this at like a fucking Hanukkah like, potluck. Mm-mm. On the bright side, like the guy the 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 it's like this couple is hosting and like the guy I think he likes football so maybe maybe I don't even know if they have a TV maybe he'll have the game on so. So we'll see, but this is this is not good. Like it's looking more and more like I'm gonna miss at least the first quarter of this game. So, so yeah. That, that honestly, it's gonna be make. I, it could it could work in either direction. I could be like what, mad anxious about this, or like, uh, or just like the time will pass so quickly. All of a sudden, Devonte Adams has like two catches and thirty yards, and we're in the fourth quarter. Like who knows? Who the fuck knows? All I know is that this is not ideal. Um, but, but we're going to make it work. We're going to make it work. All right, we're back. 525. I literally just finished recording the other thing, but I'm, I'm realizing now that like, I'm going to want to get this out like pretty soon after the game ends tonight. So I'm going to like do some prep work no matter what you've already heard the intro music. I'm, I'm uploading that now I'm uploading eye of the tiger right now. Into into this sound editor, and I am and I am uploading two songs right now. One one for each outcome. I'm I'm uploading a sad one and a really fucking happy one for the outro. And, and you'll you'll know which one you're gonna see uh, by the time you're listening to this. You already know which of the options is coming. And, and as you're listening, especially you Ezra, you can guess which song will be in the outro. Uh, I think we all know which one it'll be if I win, but yeah, I mean, (laughs) this is really, wow, really, yo, I want to win so fucking bad. I've been listening to Eye of the Tire now for 20 minutes. I'm going to fucking rip Gavi's head off tonight. I'm inputting this sad song for If I Lose into the thing and I lasted 20 seconds of a three and a half minute song before I had to stop had to turn off the sound while it inputs I can't handle I can't handle I can't handle it's too much it's too much what if I lose then I have to listen to this and it suck and we'd never hear the good song it, it would be very bad. It would be very bad. So I, so I muted this. I'm never going to have to listen to this song again. And uh, everything's going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. 5.50 p.m. You can see it's been a tumultuous half hour for me. <laughs> Setting up this thing. Here we go. Fix, 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 fix. The following messages are from the Hanukkah party. Wow. It's like five minutes in the game. He already kicked a field goal. What the fuck? <laughs> Literally, what the fuck? I have a one guy who works... Wow. I One guy who works in San Diego for our company, and he lives in Mexico, he goes back and forth every day, he says it's like a third of the price, like a quarter of the price for avocados, like 20 cents in avocados, something like crazy Whoa, like that. that's really nice. Every time Jason reacts with the fiddle emoji, I want to crush it up and snort it like it's fucking cocaine. Like a of the price for avocados, like. You know they say people don't want to hear about your fantasy team But I have a feeling you guys are going to want to hear all about my team I know motherfuckers <laughs> I want to publicly thank Adam Thielen Devonte Adams and Dan Bailey Even though Dan Bailey gave me a scare right at the front I want to thank all three of them for sucking so hard that I got to stay for the whole Hanukkah party. I haven't gone home. I haven't had the game on. I've had, like, the the app open for a little bit. But this is great. This is is tremendous. And, And all my fears and all. Fuck that. Fuck that. You guys suck. I rule. This is gonna be great! And in an hour, when this game is over, I'm gonna get on a nice mic and tell you more. I'm gonna tell you all about it start to finish, bitches. Woo-hoo. Well fellas, you knew this was coming. When I told you in the slack that I was gonna go organize my thoughts, what the fuck do you think it was gonna be? Ha! Ha ha. ha. I'm excited enough to even make my freaking closet reverberate. That's how exciting this is. 15-0. Undefeated season. Greatest of all time, you best believe. 22-game winning streak. We'll get to all that later. First off, congratulations to Gabe. Tremendous season. I was going to do my thank yous later, but I'm going to start right there because honestly... All the rest of you guys didn't go all in. Gabe was the only person trying to win this season. Uh, Honestly, there are a couple people, we'll get to that later, who, like, didn't not try to win, but, like, also, like, didn't try to win Gabe style. Granted, none of you had children to, you know, to uh, allow you to get off from work and thus have time to make trade offers, but that's not the point. It's now been almost an hour since I locked up this victory, this championship, and quite frankly, I'm disappointed. Because Adin is the only person in the league who is man enough to message me privately. And let me tell you what he said. Or you know what? LCQ. What did he say? What did he say? He's a true OG. Let me read this conversation. Adin. 10.38 PM. I've bought tampons before. At Pod. To which I responded, put that in the group slack. Side note. Also, you're a good guy. He says, yeah, I'm a boss. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm a bro. To be quite frank, he is. That is the most on-brand thing. Like, I literally just won the championship, and all Dean cared about was, yeah, I'm a bro. And I bought bought, uh, tampons for someone one time. He said it was mad awkward. All the rest of you guys, I'm waiting for those congratulations, you know? It's a big feat. It's a big thing to go undefeated. It's a big thing. You know what? Undefeated or not, it's a big thing to win a championship. I've done it all now. I you know, I was a one seed last year, won it, but we lost games. I was undefeated, won it this year, one seed, obviously. Eight and five when I was Box Hero, only three time a uh, champion. It's not bad in seven years. Win next year, it's be one every other year. It's not bad. First repeat. Hey Kobe, tell me how my ass tastes, huh? But seriously, let's talk about tonight. I want to, again, I want to give a huge shout-out to Gabe. Like I said, you know, more than anybody else outside of me, of course, uh, he went all-in on winning this year, and so he deserved to make the finals. Absolutely did. And for all that I talked in the first third of the show, you know, obviously there were three parts of the show. One was in the office, one was on my phone before the game, and in the car during the game and at the Hanukkah party. And now, and what I was talking about in the first half with like <laughs> Devonte Adams, Like I was scared. I was so scared. And, and honestly, that kind of played out. Devontae Adams did his part. What do you have, like 17, 18 points? That's good. Um the Packers theory holds true. Packers against me on Monday night are dangerous. But the Vikings they couldn't they couldn't, they couldn't hold up. Yo, they sucked. Real life they sucked. Fantasy they sucked, dear lord. True story though. If Gabe had let me one boon, I would have started him over Peterson, and if he had started um Cole Beasley, over Adam Thielen, uh, I would have lost. But, obviously, those are two farcical things and never happened. And he was never even considering there was, no, there was never a Havamina that Gavi was going to start Cole Beasley over Adam Thielen. Though I think having any Havamina to start Adam Thielen, clearly, in retrospect, was a mistake. Um, but... Okay, okay, I win. He he made it. You know, there, I was a favorite the whole time. The, you you can't hold anything against Gabe. Like of all people in this league who are to 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 be blamed for the travesty, and I know that's what this is in your eyes, of me going fifteen and zero and winning this championship. It's not Gabe. He did his part. He put in the work. Um, and I and I'll be be giving my thanks later to all the people who who I appreciate all the help that they've done to get me to this point. We'll get there. Um, yeah. Though I will say, and I kind of hinted at this in the first third of the episode again, waiting on your opponent when all your guys are done and like on Sunday night or Monday night or both and they have guys, especially when they're studs like Adams and you know what? Thielen usually is a stud and obviously Mahomes. That's stressful. It's like playing prevent, defense, in Madden where you just like hope to all hope that like the person messes up because like you know you're not stopping them. It's very stressful. But you know what? None of that matters because God damn it, You Can't Beat This is the best team of all time. LCQ, why is You Can't Beat This better than Hanukkah? Dramatic pause so that you can answer at home. In the story of Hanukkah, the Jews famously found one night's worth of oil. They lit it because, well, it was a mitzvah. At least for this one night, they would have oil. They did what they could do. And you know what? There was a miracle and it lasted eight days. But why is You Can't Beat This better than Hanukkah? Because I, You Can't Beat This, was the best of all time, undefeated for one season. And this will last forever. Fuck a eight-night bullshit. As I said in the Slack channel, you in the league and anybody who subscribes to this podcast will be hearing about this Ad hador until the end of time. You can't beat this. Is eternal, okay? Sure, it's my third championship. Sure, it's my second in a row. Sure, the trophy stays in Nashville for another year. But you can't beat this. Mm mm. That's forever. You can't take that from me. You can't take that shame that you let this happen from yourself. I'm leaving that pause in just so you can wallow in the fact that I'm so much better than you. So much better than you. Undefeated. Most points scored in a season. Wasn't even the highest scoring season of all time. 22 game win streak dating back to October 8th, 2018. By the time we start next season, it will be 677 days since I lost a fantasy matchup. Sit on that. Sit on that. You can't beat this as the best fantasy football team in KMFUFL history. If anybody even comes close to this level of dominance again, I will be utterly shocked. And while I'm here, I didn't write this into my agenda, and yeah, Joey, you can find this in the agenda folder. It's there. While I'm here, I want to give a quick shout-out to Joey real quick. Rav Simeon Bar Yochai and Koshyabadi Case Keenum, back-to-back, honestly doesn't get enough attention for for how difficult it is to go back to back and so I wanted to give that quick shout out to my regular co-host obviously he's not here because I'm not sharing this gloating with anybody well that's not true I have thank yous later and 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 spoiler you're all going to be thanked for one reason or another but I so I wanted to take this opportunity to be magnanimous and and give a congratulations to Joey for doing you know close to the impossible obviously now he's not the only one to do back to back and certainly his back to back kind of Pales in comparison, but he did it, back-to-back. And so I wanted to give a quick shout-out to that. Now, I want to reflect on the season, give some thank-yous. Before the season, all this started with the decision to keep Christian McCaffrey over Travis Kelsey. They were both going to be basically keeping them at value. But it turned out that Christian McCaffrey for 56 was not even close to at value. It was a steal. Uh, a steal by Longshaw. long shot. Honestly, keeping him again next year at 100, given the way inflation was in the draft this year, who even knows if that might be a bad deal? Now nah, I'm joking. But seriously, keeping Christian McCaffrey along with Nick Chubb, that that pairing, I mean, allowed me to do what I need to do in the draft, and that, that was that was huge. I, I checked. I was texting Kevin Reichick about it before the draft. I was like, I don't know. McCaffrey's 56. That's a lot. No, I did it. It was the right move. And uh, obviously, that allowed me to do things I wanted to do at the draft. Draft day was all about Lamar Jackson. Rookie of the year, forever in my heart. You know, whatever, whatever happens, I, it, I, I liked, I liked Lamar in Louisville. I did, but like, n- never did I appreciate how good he would he would be. There's, there's no way around it. He is incredible, and having him on my fantasy team this year was a pure joy. And having him on my fantasy te- next year will be a pure joy. I, I wanted to get Lamar. That was, that was part of the plan. Chris Godwin was not. Got him for nineteen because I needed a wide receiver too. And that panned out just swimmingly. Obviously, I I did not plan. I know Joey's very into calling me out on, you know, I could never have imagined what Godwin Lamar would have become. And, And he's right. You know, but I thought Lamar had good upside. Not this. I mean, no one could have expected this. But I thought he had upside, and he was planned. You know, I did draft Carson Wentz to to account for any downside that Lamar might have. But I mean, you know, I wanted Lamar, and I wanted him to be my number one. Chris Godwin, there was none of that, and that was you know one of the many ways in which I got lucky. But also, you know, that that, that was uh, none. Of, you can't plan all of this. It's fantasy. Come on. So now, now I want to thank all the rest of you guys. So Yakov, Steady Eddie, honestly, you didn't tank. You didn't go all in, you had a solid team, and you were a good team to beat in the semis, and so I appreciate you. You know, you didn't you didn't lose, uh, embarrassingly, you put up 120 points, and that's not bad. So, thanks to Yakov, beat you in the semis. Thanks to my bye, that's not any one of you in particular, that's just all of you, thank you for that. I think the true MVPs, though, uh, I couldn't have done this without Carden and Leave. As I've said all year, you guys are dumbasses for spending 80-plus on running backs. And your decision to do that made you both 0-5. And being 0-5 was what pushed Lieb to tank and trade me Zeke, Galladay, and Alshon for Nick Chubb. That was that was a painful trade, but one that worked out really well for me. And so, I, I again, I thank you guys really for making that just boneheaded decision in the draft. Couldn't have done it without you guys, so thanks to you both. I want to say a huge thank you to Ezra for trading me George Kittle. He's from your own team. He's the best player on your team. For shame. For shame. By the way, everybody, Ezra kept George Kittle for $7, which means that no matter what, Kittle's going to be a steal keeper next year, and all of a sudden, I don't feel like I'm going to keep Godwin. Sorry, Ian. We'll see. But right now, I'm really looking like it's going to be Lamar and Kittle next year to start, and... That, that's fine by me. That is fine by me. Thank you to Daniel three times over. Once for each time I played you in the regular season, especially the week where I only scored 107. I played Daniel. I played you during my two lowest scoring weeks, and you did me a huge favor. I mean, one of them was 123, and for a second lowest scoring week, you know, it's not bad. It's not bad. I had a pretty good team. You know how good. Well, we all know how good. But thank you, Daniel, for, for bailing me out. Honestly, the week I scored 107, and you know what? For for also not putting up a huge week, the week I scored 123, and thirdly, for trading Sanders to Gabe in the Melvin Gordon trade. Obviously, he was not a centerpiece, and he wasn't a make or break for Gavi, but he sucked in the final, and for that, I thank you. Thank you, Adin, for being an OG. I just I like I like the the niche you've carved out. But most importantly, thank you, Adine for trading Gabe Zacherts. He, too, sucked in the final. Thank you to Joy Elif. Thank you to Elif for going through the motions of pretending you can't beat this isn't, wasn't the best team of all time, the best team in Kung Fu Fu history. It is that much sweeter having had you push back against this obvious fact all year. Also for being a co-host and all that sweet stuff, but... Fuck that! Thank you for being the heel to my heel uh, and allowing me to uh, embrace this villainy. Speaking of which, thank you to friend of the podcast Adam Kellner, a for coming on the show early season, but also for teaching me that Fred Jones is a villain and for giving me the idea to make Fred Jones my avatar. It couldn't have happened in a better year. Thank you, Jesse, for providing for providing a wild—I mean a wild counterpoint to my season. I feel like I took all the good luck that your team should have had and added it to the good luck that I had already piled up and used it to become the best team of all time. This is the best team of all time and it deserves to be undefeated, it deserves the championship, but we all know that even the best of all time needs some luck, and Jesse, you had the inverse. You were the third best team in the league, and you certainly should not have won the Sacco. And yet here we are, and I'm recording this podcast, and you're probably completely unaware that your team finishes in 10th place, despite finishing third in the league in points, which is absolutely ludicrous. So thank you, Jesse, for donating your luck to the cause of You Can't Beat This. I couldn't have done it without you. And lastly, Gabe. Thanks for losing to me in the final. You're a real bro. And while we're here, special shout out to the Minnesota Vikings for laying goose egg of all goose eggs tonight. And, oh yes, that music you've been hearing during these thank yous, most certainly on purpose. New man on the Minnesota Vikings. I paid that boy off. Choke on that. Now, all kidding aside, I'm the greatest of all time. And there isn't anything you can do or say to change that. These are facts. This is etched in stone. Or I guess it'll be etched in trophy very soon. That I can promise you. you all be getting a small Venmo thing. It'll be like a $5 charge total. So each of you will be getting, you know, a sense, uh, you know. We're going to put a new plaque on the trophy. And it's going to say my name. It's going to say you can't beat this. And somehow it's going to say 2019 and 15 and 0. Because that hasn't and will not ever happen again. Lastly, uh, I'm done gloating. Um, ever since we moved to the Slack, you know, Confufle has played an outside, outsized role in uh, my social life, and I imagine in yours too. And uh, since I moved to Nashville, and honestly, since the podcast, but also since, especially since I moved to Nashville, uh, the the amount Confufle has been in my social life, the the per- percentage has only gone up that much more, uh, and it's really cool. It's really cool to have this with you guys, and uh, those of you listening at home who aren't in the league, I consider you part of this journey as well, Uh, and so I just wanted to say thanks because, yeah, it's cool. I mean, you know, fantasy football is all about friends, so it's cool to have you guys, and uh, I look forward to holding this over you, you the league members, you my family, you the listeners, me, myself, my children. I'm going to hold this over everybody forever, and that's going to be great. So we have another episode coming this week. It's a really special episode with a special guest. Uh, I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. Joey and I have been working for a while to, uh, to lock up this interview. I imagine there won't be nearly as much gloating on that episode as there is on this one. There will be a lot of gloating, but this episode had a good amount of gloating, and I just don't think I want to take up our guest time with all that gloating, though I will take up some of our guest time with that gloating. So until Thursday or Friday when the next episode comes out, not exactly sure when I'm going to have time to release it, but we're going to be doing this uh, interview on Wednesday. So sometime before Shabbos, you'll hear another episode. But for now, I'm your back-to-back champion, undefeated, 22 wins in a row. I am your champion, Tony Levitt, signing off.